Y'all, welcome to the Daily Dose. Um, the Daily Dose is a daily Twitter space uh, for friends around the world that are interested in Web3, that are Web3 curious. Uh, you don't have to have an NFT to be a part of our family. Um, everybody's welcome here. Um, so it's just a, a fun time of the day for us to educate you, uh, inspire you, connect you to each other. Um, and our number one goal is that you meet some friends in the audience, uh, start building real community with each other. Um, we've actually are starting to see uh, some IRL meetups happen. So um, Clemente pinned this up top. There was a London Daily Dose meetup, which was awesome. Uh, Wacky and a bunch of the crew uh, put that together. So love seeing that. Um, it's just great uh, seeing you all get together. Please keep doing those meetups. Uh, we love it. Don't wait for us to to organize an official meetup because it's not going to happen. The, the meetups happen because of you. <laughs> so uh, keep arranging those. Um, let's do a, a, a comment for everyone today. So um, as you all know, um, we love for you to connect with each other. We also love to hear from you uh, that are listening. Um, and the way to do that is smash that purple comment button. Click that purple comment button in the bottom right of your screen. And uh, why don't you answer the question today which is who is someone you'd like to give virtual flowers to tag them. If you can, uh, giving someone flowers is just showing them that you appreciate them. So let's show some appreciation, tag them. Uh, let's, uh, let's just spread some love in, uh, in the universe today. So, uh, why don't you do that? And we're going to read out some of those as well, which should be fun. Um, what else we got to talk about? Uh, don't forget we are, have a Spotify and an Apple podcast that you can listen to. In case you missed the show, if you want to catch up, um, that is always available to you. Um, I, I, I don't know what I sound like at 1.5x. I don't, I don't know if it's pretty, um, but uh, you're welcome to do that if you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's keep going. Um, we've got our, our, our section that's our segment that's full of value, which is uh, the Mintify Market Report. Um, you all know that I, I love Mintify. We use it at our fund. Uh, to analyze uh, key numbers, to look at what is happening in the market. Uh, it's really a, a tool for pro NFT traders, and uh, they've got a lifetime pass that you can check out. Uh, just head to mintify.xyz. Um, and it's a great team. They've been supporting the, the Daily Dose uh, basically from the beginning. Um, let's hand it over. Let's welcome them to uh, the show. Is the market up? Is the market down? Let's find out as we look at the market daily report brought to you by Mintify, the NFT terminal for pro traders. Mintify. Appreciate the voice. Thank you. Over to y'all at Mintify. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, good morning. Let's check this out. We got a little, we got some new stuff in here. Let us know if you like it. The 24 hour ETH market volume. 25.7 million 24 hours sold market volume 3.13 million highest sale cryptopunk 2111 for 95 eth the top collections for volume sewer pass number one at 3.1 eth floor price up 13 percent digi daigaku villains coming in at number two 767 eth traded below uh, sewer passes 1.5 k eth traded the villains at 0.52 ETH floor price, down 25% from when they first got on that market. And Mutant Apes coming at number three, 15.4 ETH floor price, down just 
top gaining NFT index, top 20 metaverse, 671K market cap, up 0.5%. We got crypto walkers with a 0.19 ETH floor price up 14%. Other side, 1.6 ETH floor price up 7%. And World Wide Web land, 0.32 ETH floor price up 3%. NFT index top loser, top 20 art, 286K ETH market cap down 7%. Lost Poets, 0.119 ETH floor price down 7% as well. Friendship Bracelets, 0.36 ETH floor price down 6%. And Math Castles, 2.59 ETH floor price down 4%. Some noteworthy market updates. Yuga does not have copyright registration for the Board Ape Yacht Club images, which is shown in new court documents. And Amazon is looking to launch a digital assets enterprise with April penciled in for when they're looking to start making those announcements public. The market stats, global crypto market cap, 1049 billion. Bitcoin dominance, 42.3%. BTC open interest, 6.85 billion with fear and greed at 55. Bitcoin right around 23,070, down about half percent on the day. And Ethereum, 1584 down about 2% with the S&P at 4,067, down about 0.2%. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Mintify. Uh, so we're going to do uh, a little nerd alert. Let's hit it. It is time for the nerd alert. Appreciate that, the voice. Thank you. Uh, so the nerd alert today is indices. Well, you know, what is an index? Uh, so uh, we actually heard Mintify talk about uh, a metaverse index um, uh, as an example. And what an index is, uh, you also hear about it in the stock market, right? And so uh, whether you're in the stock market or NFTs, uh, indices are a great way to gauge the overall sentiment of the market instead of just one asset. All of the assets in an index are weighted, and an average of all of the capitalization of the assets can give you a bigger picture uh, of what's actually happening. So, for example, the S&P 500 is a weighted index of the top 500 public companies in the United States and is up 1% today, for instance. So we're having tools like Mintify now create uh, indices for uh, different types of NFTs, uh, you know, metaverse, art, PFPs. Um, so we're starting to to bubble up some of those numbers for you all, uh, which I think is uh, an, an interesting way to understand the market a little better. So that's what an index is, and, and that's how uh, we're going to talk about it uh, during the Mintify uh, market report. So uh, thanks, Mintify, for doing that. Appreciate it. Um, the next segment of the show is the Lucky Trader News. But before we go to them, we're already seeing uh, some comments from you all uh, and who you want to give virtual flowers to. So uh, Lauren said, I'd give virtual flowers to Silent Mode DM and Macnac, new friends who have both helped me in different ways, and they're both kind and generous people. Um, I can I can agree with that. Both amazing people. Um, uh, next up, we've got uh, Big Les under, uh, dot ETH. They said I'd like to give virtual flowers to Mister Benjamin, taking the leap to share his art publicly is huge. Really enjoy collecting his pieces. Um, yeah, I appreciate you, Mister Benjamin, and all the hard work you did uh, to get us booted up on POAPs. And as you all know, uh, he's also the artist behind our Daily Dose Clues uh, every day. So um, fun uh, to see that. really appreciate him. Um, uh, Sayotos said, 
uh, giving flowers to the voice of DeFi. Lucky enough to call him a friend and seeing his beautiful voice everywhere, constantly building on Web3. I won't forget the big cowboy hat and boots when I first met him. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Uh, and last up, uh, uh, IJ said, my girlfriend, she's been supportive of my Web3 journey and she loves flowers. <laughs> I love that. So giving her virtual flowers is a good call. Um, so yeah, if you want to give someone virtual flowers, uh, throw it in the comments, tag them, uh, and we'll read out some more of that. Uh, we'll just uh, spread some love today. Um, let's go to the next segment. Um, as you all know, one of the big goals of the Daily Dose is to uh, educate you and empower you with knowledge. Um, and it's important you know what's going on every day in the news. And so uh, we've partnered with Lucky Trader uh, because I love uh, their service. I love the team. Um, I trust the news uh, that they bring out. And uh, so uh, they compile the news for us every day. Uh, they also have a great new space called the Lucky Lead-In. It's right for this show, and it's only 26 minutes. It's fast. It's all business. Uh, and they go deep on NFTs and the collectible market. So uh, let's welcome Lucky Trader. Lucky Trader. Lucky Trader. What stories are moving the market? The Lucky Trader app brings you trusted NFT news anywhere you go. It's the Daily Dose News. Here's Lucky Trader. Lucky Trader. Love it. You can't see it, but I actually do a little dance while that's playing. Uh, and I'm pretty proud of it. So let's go to Lucky Trader. Welcome. So that's why we need video for this <laughs> show, Ryan. Maybe, uh, but probably never. Okay. <laughs> Back to you. Everyone, good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to Lucky Trader's top news stories for today. The overarching headline, the institutions are coming. First, Amazon is planning to launch a digital assets enterprise in the next few months, according to an anonymous source. And as Mentify alluded, the Amazon digital assets focus will center on blockchain-based gaming that rewards players with NFTs along with their own marketplace. And while not formally shared, Rumor Mill is speculating that Polygon will be the block blockchain of choice. Matic did spike 8% yesterday, though Avalanche might be in the mix as well. So that is definitely uncertain at this time. Next, Fidelity has launched a retail crypto custody and trading product with Bitcoin and Ether uh, starting for the early access list now going live. This will provide access for millions of Fidelity's customers to crypto along with a custody solution. And for sense of scale, Fidelity has $9.9 .9 trillion in assets under management. Next, Nike announced it's launching its Dot .swoosh studio and hosting a contest that will allow Dot .swoosh members the opportunity to win prizes and have art featured in their upcoming Your Force One collection. Nike is calling it the Your Force One Challenge, where the members will be, able to, will be asked to build a visual storyboard on Instagram featuring Nike Air Force Ones. Winners will be invited to collab directly with Nike's designers and create virtual work inspired by their entries. Digidagaku has debuted their free claim for the villains ahead of its upcoming Super Bowl commercial and Dragons Mint. The Digi villains are the next piece to drop in the rapidly expanding Digidagaku NFT ecosystem and provide another free entry point for members outside the existing holder base. And last, Doodles have shared utility details for duplicators, shedding more light on their decision to move to Flow. Any user can customize their own Doodles character, utilizing traits and wearables uh, using the duplicator. And this ongoing customization is clearly a driver in the Doodle's choice to move to flow. So big news out of the institutions today, Ryan. That's it. Back to you. Love it. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. You bringing the news. Um, and, and a little bit of uh, 
a peek behind the scenes and how the sausage is made. Um, uh, Lucky Trader and Mintify and uh, the Daily Dose team meet before this to specifically go over the news items and, and draw out the discussion topics. And I really appreciate Lucky Trader and, and Mintify, uh, you know, bringing those core topics. And then we, you know, and then we dig deeper in them and then we choose the discussion points for the day. So uh, I really enjoy that pre, pre, pre meeting that we do. <laughs> it's good to dig in. Um, before we uh, welcome up our special guests, uh, there's some fun comments from you all about where you're listening to the show. It never like fails to amaze me where you all tune in from, by the way. So like whenever you want to share pictures of where you're listening to daily dose, I love it. Um, it just makes me so happy. Uh, the general, uh, crypto general six, nine says, uh, GMGM hope the daily dose fam is doing fantastic. I'm listening in today from the Disney dream cruise, <laughs> which makes me super jealous. I'm a Disney maxi. Uh, and, uh, Ziana says, uh, good morning, Daily Dosers. Chilly day here in Florida. Uh, what about where you're at? And uh, it's nice and sunny here uh, in Connecticut where I am. And it's uh, it's beautiful. It's crisp and cold, but sunny. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's dig in. Um, we've got our special guest today, uh, Pocket Universe. Um, and obviously security is top of mind right now. Uh, you know, we had the extremely sad news uh, uh, of Kevin Rose um, getting fished and and losing, you know, a huge number of valuable assets. And, you know, we're seeing very smart, uh, very talented people uh, that are, are getting scammed. And and so want to dig in a little bit more on that and provide some practical tools. Uh, I want to be clear, uh, you know, I'm not investing in Pocket Universe. I don't uh, have a motivation here other than exposing a good tool uh, that I'm trying out. And, uh, I, and, and it's not an express promotion of this tool, but I think uh, we're seeing innovation like this uh, start to appear, and it's a good thing. So we're going to dig in. Uh, first of all, I want to say hello to the Pocket Universe crew. Hello. Hey, good morning, Ryan. Glad to be here. It's Nick from the Pocket Universe team. I'm one of the co-founders, and good morning to everyone in the crowd as well. Fabulous. Good morning. What? Uh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Nish. I'm one of the co-founders. Uh, right now, it's the two of us, Nish and Justin on the team. All right, Nish, good to see you. I didn't know who's who's the voice behind the the, the PFP, so good to have you here. Um, we've emailed, so hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, we're going to dig into it a little bit. Um, so why don't you just explain in very simple, quick terms, what is Pocket Universe and how does it work? Yeah, sure thing. So Pocket Universe is a browser extension, and what we do is we protect you from scam transactions. So in very simple terms, um, what you'll see is a pop-up before your wallet pops up that tells you exactly what you're about to sign. And in particular, it'll give you a really big red warning if you're about to sign a scam transaction that might drain assets from your wallet. Uh, so that's what we do. We protect people from scams in Web3. Love it. Uh, and I used it as a Chrome extension, and, and that's kind of the primary uh, way that folks use it, correct? Yeah, exactly. Spot on. Great. Got it. Um, so... Can you, I'd love to just get really tactical here. Can you explain in simple terms how someone can get their wallet drained through a gasless transaction? Yeah, sure thing. So um, actually we can go through the specific example that uh, Kevin experienced just two days ago. Um, so what, what happens in this case is uh, you'll, for example, imagine that you see, you're, you're trying to mint an NFT. Um, what happens is you might, be lured onto a website, like a fake mint website, uh, and you'll click mint, 
And what will happen is you'll see a pop-up in your wallet uh, that looks a little bit familiar, but quite different to what a normal Mint looks like. It looks familiar because you see that same pop-up on the official OpenSea website, and it's called a Seaport transaction. Um, and so it'll look familiar, but if you click confirm on that gasless transaction, you'll lose a bunch of NFTs from your wallet. And what that transaction is doing in this case is it's selling your NFTs privately to the scammer's wallet for zero ETH in return, if that makes sense. So it's like a fake sale almost that lets them just buy it from you for zero ETH. Got it. And the problem is that you see something that looks like a seaport transaction, which you've done before, and therefore you trust it, um, but you don't actually know what it's doing. Um, and uh, I, it's in, and, and I think quickly, why don't you explain like technically how this is happening? Because um, I think it's kind of interesting how the tool works. Yeah, sure thing. So, oh, the the tool on our side, or how the seaport scam works actually? Uh, no, you, the tool on your side. Oh, sure thing. So. What we do is basically our Chrome extension uh, listens to transactions that a website is requesting to your wallet. And what we do is we hear that transaction, we run that transaction on a private copy of the ETH blockchain, and we literally look at what happens if that transaction goes through on the real blockchain. So we tell you like, hey, if you accept this transaction, this is what's going to happen to your wallet. Are you sure you want to continue with it? And what we do on top of that you know, transaction simulation, as we call it, is we detect scams and detect fraud. So if it's something that's suspicious, we'll give you a big red warning to say, hey, this looks like it might be trying to steal your assets rather than you know be an honest transaction. Make sure you want to do this before you continue to actually doing it in your wallet. Got it. Yeah, thank you. I actually tried it today this morning. Um uh and it was it was it was reassuring to have this kind of feeling of okay, I understand better what I'm signing here and what's happening. Um and it's good to see more tools like this pop up. I know there's another one called Fire. Um, so uh, I'm excited to dig into it a little bit. Um, Clemente just posted a question for y'all, which would love to hear um, everyone in the in the crowd answer. And the question is, have you used Pocket Universe or other security browser extensions before uh, to try to protect you? So um, please let us know in the comments um, uh, what's going on out there. And if you've tried these things, already seen a couple answers come in. Uh, Gas said, uh, I have used Pocket Universe and Revoke Cash. Both extensions are a must for Web3 users. Uh, and uh, Jai, uh, J-A-I, or at uh, Blockchain Boy said, today, also it saved me from minting a Drainer NFT. Wow. So um, thank you, Pocket Universe. <laughs> and, and again, this isn't some big shill for Pocket Universe. I just think it's a great tool uh, that hopefully will... We'll, um, protect some of us out there. So let's keep going down the question um, queue here. I'm kind of curious. What is the biggest mistake you see people make when it comes to security and Web3? Uh, it's a tough question, honestly, because I think a lot of people blame like the person who got scammed when it comes to losing assets. Um, I kind of take a different approach where I think it's the poor UX of the crypto or Web3 system that leads to a lot of these losses. So, I mean, that's where we come from in building Pocket Universe. But I guess tools aside and, and building things aside, um, I think one of the most important things is just being careful and being aware of what you're clicking on and what you're signing and not rushing into things. So, so many traders and so many DGENs out there in our space FOMO and rush into minting something without taking pause to think about what's happening and seeing the red flags out there. So I think 
not feeling that rush and FOMO is probably one of the biggest things you can do to help yourself outside of being aware of scams and using tools. Got it. Yeah, I, I, that makes sense. Um, taking time. Um, uh, and, and it's interesting because um, I've been talking a little bit about this yesterday uh, and the day before I did, I've done a, a kind of a deep security sweep of my setup. I, I was already uh, pretty hardcore about it, but went kind of deeper and further and um, uh, set up uh, you know, a Chrome profile for each wallet. So that that's actually colored, uh, you know, blue, orange, or red to understand if it's hot, warm, or cold, um, you know, have separate ledgers for each, um, and, and just kind of forcing that discipline, which is so hard to do. Um, cause it's just kind of tiring, right. And, and frustrating and it does slow you down. Um, uh, but I'm just hopeful, you know, that will protect me long-term, but, uh, it's one of those practices that, that I think when you layer on a tool like a pocket universe gives you just a little more uh, safety, which is good. Um, let's keep going. Uh, got a couple questions. Uh, also seeing some, some funny comments uh, from y'all in the crowd uh, about uh, what's going on in your life. So Luke C said in all caps, GM, I let my dogs out to go to the bathroom at two thirty AM and they got sprayed by a skunk. And then I had to bathe them <laughs> And then slept on the floor under an old sheet with them, trying to keep two damp, stinky dogs warm. But we are riding. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he tagged um, our, our friends, uh, Gentle Tornado, Life Hyped. So I thought that was, that was, I appreciate Luke, see you being here, even though you had to uh, uh, help your dogs all night. <laughs> um, let's keep going uh, and kind of zoom out a little bit. Uh, when do you feel that Web3 will become less of a Wild West? Uh, and security becomes less of a concern. Well, I think we're seeing the start of it now with um, you know a bunch of tools taking it a bit more seriously, wallets turning around as well. I think there'll be a pretty big step change actually when this idea of account abstraction comes to Ethereum, which I, I was actually mentioned in the last Daily Dose episode as well. But I see a future at that point where you can make much more smart wallets that are way more security focused and basically easier to use. You know, right now it's a bit painful to use Ethereum. Like my you know, parents and grandparents wouldn't find it very easy. You have to sign, you know, 10 times to do some simple things. I think when account abstraction comes along without getting too deep into it, it's going to make that experience so much better. Like it. Um, account abstraction. Um, it'd be interesting to dig into that at some point. Um, where, where does uh, liability fit into all of this? And I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but, but, you know, who, if say, for instance, I'm using a tool like Fire or Pocket Universe to to try to protect me, um, and I still make a mistake, um, where does legal liability kind of fit into that? You know, is, is it still all on me, or or is that something, you know, you all partially take responsibility for, or is there, you know, even insurance for this kind of thing? Where does all that stand right now? That's a great question. So I think right now. None of the tools out there are taking legal liability. Um, what we've experimented with in the past and what we're probably going to do again in the future is have some sort of insurance, like you mentioned, where, for example, if we misreport something, if, if we make a mistake on, on our pop-up uh, that leads to a loss, we'll sort of rebate you for that loss. And this is something that we experimented with back in September of last year, actually, for a month, um, where we would cover people up to 250 USDC for any loss that they had. And I mean, the program went really well. I think that's something we're going to bring back again in the future too. Got it. Cool. Um, well, wanted to keep it short and sweet and just, um, 
uh, kind of bubble this up to all of you daily dosers that there are some tools coming out and, um, and they're worth trying and, and experimenting with um, just to add, you know, even, even another little layer of security uh, to you. Um, and I uh, just want to, to say, Hey, this is interesting. Um, uh, I think you should try it, you know, uh, not an express, um, you know, promotion of it, but I think, it, I think things like this are good and I hope that we keep seeing more of it. Um, I do want to call out there's, there's some other really interesting things going on, uh, in the, in the crowd. We've got Emily loves crypto from a foolproof app. And I spent some time on the phone with her, um, and the team there, and they're, they're creating something called, um, I think they're called shadow tokens where this idea of you, you can start to protect yourself by not needing your super valuable NFTs in your warm wallet or, or especially not your hot wallet. And it uh, allows you to get access to things like, oh, I need to access this uh, token-gated Discord. Well, I want to be able to do that without having to connect to a wallet that has you know, a valuable NFT in it. So um, there's some really neat tooling coming out around, around all these things. So um, really appreciate uh, Pocket Universe you stopping by. Um, feel free to, to stay on stage if, if you want, chit-chat with us as we uh, uh, transition uh, out. But thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Ryan. Really appreciate no it. No problem. All right, uh, Restivo, I see your hand. How's it going? Hey, I just want to um, throw you some flowers for doing the hard work of going through and you know making sure that you're secure because I know how hard, I'm sure there's a lot of people in this room who have sort of been avoiding it uh, or it's like an item on their to-do list that kind of keeps getting kicked down the list because it's just one of those you think about, it, it's like, oh man, it's like a hard mental task. You know, like I've got to really... I got to dedicate some time, right? I could be like having some drinks or binging some Netflix or playing (laughs) some video games, but I just want to encourage the room to, you know, to block off like 90 minutes on a, on a weekend morning or a weekend evening, just just make sure that you're set up, you know, order, order your hard, you know, your hard wallet, your cold storage. Um, And yeah, really get yourself set up and definitely check out foolproof and, and pocket universe for sure. Amen. Thanks, Restivo. So what I did um, is, you know, I ordered a bunch of ledgers, ordered a bunch of crypto steals, um, and I already had ledgers and crypto steals, but I've, I basically freshened my wallets, like tripled down my setup, and I just stayed up late and listened to Twitter Spaces, um, you know, until I cranked through it um, uh, to like two in the morning. So, <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I appreciate though, Restivo, the the flowers. Thank you. So, uh, got our uh, our poll results in. Uh, the question was, have you used Pocket Universe or other security browser extensions before? Uh, yes, came in at 63%. So way to go, Daily Dosers. Proud of you all. Uh, and then those folks that, that, that mentioned no, I just encourage you to try it out. Um, give it a whirl and uh, see what you think. So um, we've got some more virtual flowers coming in from Laguna. They said, virtual flowers to Crop Circle and Emily V. They are always inspiring me to explore new ideas in web three. Uh, totally, totally agree with that. Uh, two fabulous people. Um, let's keep, uh, keep, uh, going. we got some interesting, um, discussion topics to, 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 to move to next. Um, so we'll start bringing up some new speakers on stage. Uh, but we're, we're trying out a new, um, uh, taking role, uh, for POAPS system. <laughs> so as you all know, uh, one of the fun things that we do on the show is drop po apps. We're, we're taking a little break um, uh, w- while we play a fun game to try to save a daily doser who's been sent to the future. But our, we're going to spin up po apps again in the future, which we're excited about. 
uh, and we want to make it uh, easier uh, for for you all who are listening to claim those PO apps. We also want to make sure that um, that the actual people listening get the PO apps, right? Versus uh, farmers and discords and, and Twitter groups, et cetera. Um, so we're going to try to take role or attendance with emojis. So uh, and we're not issuing a PO app today, but we're just kind of testing out the system a little bit. So we're going to do that now. Um, so if you're listening and and you're here and you're you're hopefully alive, <laughs> then uh, give us a thumbs up emoji. Um, so throw up that thumbs up emoji. Uh, I am here, so I'm going to throw up my thumb. And uh, if you're listening, um, please throw up that uh, uh, that thumbs up emoji. Um, and uh, that that says you're here, and uh, that helps us in the future uh, issue poaps easier. So I'm going to say it one more time, just in case your kid interrupt you and ask you to, you know, uh, um, wipe their nose or something, and you got distracted. <laughs> Hit that thumbs up emoji now, and let us know that you're here. Um, good to see you. I, I can see people are here. Two Fly is here. Uh, Ill Erupt is here. Good to see you. Chrissy is here. She's also laughing, so that's good. Um, so anyway, and right. please post Thanks. them. Do the do the public emotes. <laughs> Rockstar dance <laughs> spamming me again. <laughs> so it's so funny so uh, let's do a little like twitter ui uh lesson here just in case people are confused because i'm getting a lot of thumbs up too personally so here's how it works everyone if don't click on my face and then uh give me a thumbs up emoji because that only comes to me and that's no good for you so uh instead hit that little heart plus emoji it's next to the purple comment button oh my god you you people are trolling me uh, Mr. Benjamin is sending me thumbs up. <laughs> I, I'm coming for you. Like, I have your phone number. Um, so I'm just laughing. So hit that heart. <laughs> this is hilarious. Clemente, it's out of control. So hit that plus uh, heart button and hit your little thumbs up emoji like this. See? See, people? I love you, Daily Dosers. I know you can do this. <laughs> Y'all, we're building live. Oh, my God. We're literally trying to take attendance role by sending thumbs up emojis. What are we doing? Ryan, and, and quick oh. question. So there, there's some people for just two, two things that I've noticed in the last couple of days we've been trying this. There's been some people that a have the old Twitter update, so they don't have the thumbs up. So they're like, Hey, can I just do a clap? And uh, number two is some people that are listening from desktop. Uh, how do we, should we just encourage them to move towards listening to uh, mobile if they can? Yes. Yeah. Y'all it's going to be hard for us to take, role uh, unfortunately unless you're on a mobile so please um just you know if you can't listen to the daily dose on your mobile um on your android or your iphone and then make just update the twitter app and then you'll have all the emojis um so plus it's good to have the latest app anyway security fixes bug fixes etc so love you all thanks for for uh, navigating this uh, po app fun world with us um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on to the the next discussion topic before we do uh, seeing a really cute tweet from nftbountyhunter.eth. They said, I want to give flower, virtual flowers to my little girl. She is my world. This is a really cute picture of him with his daughter. So I uh, love seeing those. Um, all right, let's move on to the next discussion topic. So we are going to talk about large institutions joining Web3. As uh, Tyler from Lucky Trader said, the institutions are coming. But what does it mean? So uh, Lucky Trader shared that we've got, you know, huge uh, mega corporations, the world's largest companies, you know, coming into Web3. We've got Amazon, Starbucks, Fidelity uh, really coming in heavy and hot. 
these companies just have a massive amount of resource, right, to dedicate towards building an effective Web3 strategy. They just have a lot of capital, a lot of employees. And this is in stark contrast to most existing NFT projects that are are largely just small startups. You know, we're, we're talking anywhere from, you know, one person who is an artist, right, uh, a solo creator, you know, and then your typical uh, NFT project startup, which is maybe two, three people, right? And then, uh, you know, the big ones right now, I mean, are, are about 50 people. Um, I think Yuga's headcount is maybe 100-ish or maybe more. So we're all still pretty small here. Um, and I think the question is, what is the difference going to be between those two uh, community types, right? We've got large corporations joining. Uh, you know, does that kind of kind of crush uh, these smaller intimate communities like a daily dose, right? Um, how's that all going to shake out? Um, and uh, I think it's also interesting to see, you know, these entrants are causing waves. So if you look just 12 hours, hours ago, a holiday cheer Starbucks NFT sold for $1,100 on Nifty Gateway. Uh, that NFT was earned by completing a series of daily challenges and trivia in December. So, you know, some of these NFTs are becoming worth something. Um, which is fascinating. Uh, so where are we going uh, and, and, and what is happening with these large companies coming in? But here's the question. So a lot of us on the show are, are super early, right? I mean, we, we may not all feel like we are, you know, maybe you even haven't even bought an NFT yet, but you are early. And so I want to ask, like, how do us on this show and, and in Web3 right now, how do we position ourselves to benefit from these large institutions that are entering web three. Um, you know, cause it's kind of fun to be ahead of the game here. It'd be fun to, to, uh, uh, to win as these large institutions come in. So let's chit chat. Uh, let's get some speakers up on stage to talk about this. Um, the voice, I see your hand. Hello. I think this is a great uh, topic that you've got, and mainly because there definitely is two different types of projects. You've got the ones with the resources, with this institutional money that's coming in, and then you've got another, the knowledge, but very little resources. And it's very weird because these two projects, these two types of projects need each other's resource. They either need lots of resources if they've got a lot of knowledge, or if they've got a whole bunch of knowledge resources, they really need that knowledge. And so to answer your question of how can we position ourselves, to me, if you're looking to work in Web3, and maybe you can't do it on the level of a Starbucks or a, you know, a Burger King or you know, some group like that that has plenty of resources that needs that knowledge. But to me, there probably is more uh, opportunities for those in Web3 than ever before because we are in this. We do this every day on Twitter, on wherever, and we know what we're doing. We have the knowledge and we have that resource of knowledge as to where these other groups have cash, they have money, but they need that knowledge base. So to me, there is an opportunity available for just about any of us. Absolutely. Gosh, that's a good point. I mean, I think we we saw this firsthand. Like, look at the way that that Starbucks and Odyssey executed versus Porsche, right? And uh, it was clear that the Odyssey team had Web3 natives advising. Um, uh, they absolutely are killing it, right? It, it makes total sense right and then you look at porsche like what happened there and then they quickly were able to to back up and and save it but it wasn't it wasn't pretty um and it's interesting because uh i saw zeneca tweet about this and he said you know i, I would have simply told them like you're a, a super luxury brand you should have come in like a tiffany 
and and issue a small number and collaborate with a with a high price project because that is your that is your client base right so um i, I totally agree the voice uh, all of us here in the audience and uh, on this show you have deeper knowledge than some massive percentage of the rest of the world about web3 and you understand it better than some massive percentage of the rest of the world uh so you can be valuable to these large companies coming in uh, you know, whether it's as a consultant, a contractor, an employee, a project leader. Um, so, so go out there and start networking and, and connect with those companies as they're coming in. Um, so, uh, good, good point. The voice, I appreciate you doing that, uh, doing that, bringing the value. <laughs> um, let's go, uh, next, uh, we've got, who is next on our list? Uh, let's go to, uh, nifty. How's it going? Good morning, dosers. Good morning, Ryan. What's up, Clemente? GM. GM. So I think uh, what you were saying at the beginning of the show with indices and indexes with NFTs in them is an absolute awesome idea because I'm a financial advisor in the real world. But the moment I start telling people the way that they need to get exposure to an NFT, you know, a large cap is to buy one, like just buying a single stock. And then they're like, well, can I buy some, you know, baskets or diversify? I'm like, yeah, but you still have to single stock. You still have to select those singly. Yeah. And so I think uh, indices, large cap, small cap, mega cap is a fantastic idea. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, it is kind of it is very different than coming in and buying, you know, the Vanguard, you know, total market fund. Yep. Where it's one click, hey, just give me exposure to everybody. Um, but I love that. It's also nice to see one with a real picture on stage. So appreciate I, that. Hey, don't I'm not I'm not proud of that. I had uh <laughs> I had an invisible friend for like a year and then our compliance department looked at my Twitter page and they're like, seriously, please. So I love it. No, I, 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 I'm down with like real face PFPs. So it's all good. Be proud of that. I love, I love the show. Keep it up guys. Love you guys. Love you gals. Thanks Nifty. Appreciate it. All right. Let's keep going to hands. Uh, before I call the next person, uh, definitely seeing uh, some good comments from the crowd. Uh, Kick said, I think we can easily benefit from because they need our knowledge. It's a win-win situation since they will onboard new people into Web3 and we can make sure they have a good position in Web3. So so really backing up what the voice said. Um, let's go to uh, Lucky Trader. So Ryan, you, you touched on how Starbucks did a nice job integrating and I want to spend a couple minutes on, on Nike and their community-focused approach. So, you know, while Nike's vision for their DotSwoosh platform is to be a home for collectors to hold their favorite virtual shoes, jerseys, accessories, so forth, another core tenet of their vision is to be a place for community co-creation. And we've seen that from day one. You know, in their, their day one blog post, they're talking about facilitating, encouraging community members to help create the future alongside us, this is a, a direct quote from that post. The race to the future doesn't have a front runner. It's a shared experience. And so like, so what are they actually doing? And how they're going about launching their program is they're, they're building these sub-communities in pilot cities across the U.S. They're doing these community events. They're doing educational events. And now they've launched this Your Force One design contest where members are able to participate, build these vision boards on Instagram, you know, using Air Force One designs. And then the, the winners of this, this contest are going to be able to collaborate directly with Nike's designers. The Nike team is going to train them on the, on the design tools, provide education 
for them. And then they will actually be able to design the first generation of your force one NFTs, which I think is just so cool. And then the, the winners will actually be eligible to receive royalties from the sales as well. Uh, so like, I just wanted to just give a hat tip to Nike for how they, they're rolling this out. Yeah. And I pre- appreciate you pointing out, like this is a very collaborative uh, uh, effort. This is not them coming in and, you know, dropping something and saying, you know, hope you love it. Um, but folks can actually participate. Uh, I actually want to call on Josh next because he and I, um, uh, Josh is my amazing nephew, um, but, and he, he's here IRL hanging out with me and, and we were discussing this and he, I thought he had a good point about Instagram and, and why it was important uh, that they're using that strategy. So over to you, Josh. Yeah. So one of the things that I think is really interesting, I, I work for a content creator that works on TikTok and YouTube. And I think it's very obvious that the, uh, like the web two masses are on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram platforms like that. And with things like the Nike contest, it's being hosted on Instagram. So think about it. Someone posts their board of trying to win the contest. Someone's like, hey, what is that? Oh, well, it's a part of this NFT contest. Boom. There's instant NFT traction onto the Web2 chains. And what's really interesting about this is so one of the things that I've learned being a, um, a like working for a content creator is the web two online social services almost kind of suppress web three content. Um, the guy that I work for actually almost had to kind of switch away from web three content just because it wouldn't perform anymore. You would see less and less views as the bear market continued. Shadow bands were kind of frequent. And one of the things that I think is really powerful is things like the Nike contest will actually almost kind of force flip what's going on. So let's say like, well, just because there's such a big company behind this web three movement, the social media companies are going to be kind of almost forced to review those and give them the views and stop kind of suppressing it. So yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a really big deal. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I love how you pointed out that uh, Nike is using uh, the channel of Instagram as a marketing, uh, as a go to market channel, like, which is interesting. And, and honestly, I think, you know, all of us in crypto Twitter, we probably forget, at least I do sometimes that the real channel is not here. Um, and uh, engaging people by having them post their 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 boards and their design ideas, and that brings in more people uh, who aren't Web three is a is a genius move on their part. Uh, so, Lucky Trader, thanks for for calling out the details on that, and Josh, uh, thanks for for bringing the the on the street knowledge. Appreciate it. Um, let's keep going to hands. We got a lot of great uh, speakers and hands on stage. NFT Duder, uh, what's happening? Hey Ryan, hello, hello, Diddy Dozers. Fine being. Uh, Back again after my long uh, winter sports uh, uh, journey. I uh, glad was, you're back. Uh, yeah, I touched some snow instead of grass, and it was really fun. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and uh, fresh for the daily dose. Um, I think a really interesting uh, subject, uh, to be honest. Um, I think these like Web two companies with a strong brand uh, can help. You know the people who are not in the web uh, web free actually now, and I think they can bridge the gap between web two and web free. And we, uh, as daily doses, and all the other people in web free, can really help people. You know to um, further on board and uh, share the knowledge we have. Um, I think I, I think that this sounds really good. That you know, strong brands with a lot of capital. Uh, you know, can bring more people. 
Amen. Yeah, they, there's so much shared knowledge, like just in this Twitter space. I mean, we've got thousands of people who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have have been in the ups and downs and in the trenches and have learned what works and what doesn't. And you're a part of community. So NFT yeah. do it. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you dropping by. Thanks. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks. All right. Um, let's go to uh, cuds next. How's it going? GMGM, Ryan and Clemente, uh, well, recording live from the trenches. It's, it's been a hectic week, but, um, hey. <laughs> wanted, wanted to highlight actually Fidelity's role in the space. Speaking of large institutional, uh, firms that are entering um, for, for context, you know, Fidelity is one of the larger asset managers in uh, in the U.S. And they primarily handle right like Forex's retirement 401ks and often have like the corporate tie in. And um, I, I had to double check that I'm, I'm able to share this information. But from 2017 to 2020, I actually supported Fidelity as they did research, deep research into what was then called crypto. Uh, it was not yet Web3. Uh, and they actually were mining Bitcoin as early as 2015. They they are no way. They are whales. Um, you know, wow. so that's interesting. It's, it's amazing what they've been doing. And actually, the initial core team that was working on the, the crypto fidelity desk, they've all since left. Um, for obviously, you can imagine why. Uh, they're, they're, they're all really wealthy. <laughs> precisely. So if, there's actually a, a venture firm called Castle Island Ventures. You can look into them, and uh, Nick Carter, who's he's like a recovering Bitcoin maxi, but it, he's still one of like the more prolific writers in the space. Uh, Nick Carter and Matt Walsh run Castle Island Ventures, and they spun that off of being at Fidelity really early and watching Fidelity no uh, mine all this crypto, and then now like the digital asset trading desk. Um, of course, you know this world is is not always fair, uh, but they've been actually rolling that out to their high net worth individuals for the last two years. Right. So, wow. um, so what you're saying is like, we, we shouldn't, we, we shouldn't be thinking that Fidelity and other large organizations are behind the ball here. Like they've actually been working and, uh, and doing a lot deep at work. Uh, they're deep believers and have deep conviction in this space. Um, and they, they low key back a lot of early stage companies that do the plumbing for this. Um, and so it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they splash into NFTs, uh, I will say that when they do, it will be done really well. It'll be Nike-esque because they do not um, really like have the leeway to screw anything up like uh, like a Porsche or, or a brand like that. So, um, right. Wow. Yeah. Love. Thanks for stopping by and, and bringing uh, IRL, like you said, from the trenches uh, facts. <laughs> I love it. And uh, I appreciate the insight. I did not know that. that. I guess I'm not, now that I know it, it's like, okay, I'm not surprised. Like, I know these folks are smart. Like there's no way they just somehow missed it. Um, so uh, love hearing that. Thanks, Cuds. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go next to Wacky. Hello. 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 How are you? Um, just good, thanks. recovering slightly after yesterday's uh, London was it fun? meetup. But had a, yeah, we had a great time. It, the turnout was great. It was uh, great to see everyone. It, it was awesome. So on on the topic of institutions, I think uh, what Cuds is mentioning there is really interesting, and it goes back to the point. Overall, I think it's definitely a positive for for the market for Web three in general. There is one thing where it might be a little bit of a double edged sword. We're seeing it with National Geographics, where they literally just released those NFTs, and they had a massive backlash from some of their 
some of the people supporting or following National Geographic. And unfortunately, there will be a little bit of, of both sentiment for now. And to a certain extent, those big companies have almost, if they really are supporting the space and um, they want to promote the space, have a bit of a responsibility to make sure they do it in the right way. And again, Nike is a great example. So as long as we have more examples like Nike, it can only be positive. More eyes on Web3 can only be good for us. And I think we'll all benefit from it. Amen. Yeah, I agree. It is re really refreshing to see, uh, you know, uh, what Nike is doing. I, I'm curious uh, if Artifact is is the reason why this appears to be, you know, rolling out well. Um, I assume it is, but you know, Nike is huge, so it, it, and uh, it's hard to know exactly how those organizations are communicating. But it, it that might be the playbook. You know, we see large institutions acquire, you know, very knowledgeable smaller Web three shops. And projects, um, it makes perfect sense. I mean, this is what acquisitions are for, right? So, uh, I imagine we'll probably see more of those. Um, you know, especially when you look at uh, some of the earlier projects and, and where they might be going. So, um, appreciate that. Uh, thanks, Wacky. Um, let's go next to uh, D3PO. Hello. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Clemente. Good morning, Dosers. I want everyone, Ryan, to take a twofold approach to this. I want them to look at what they do in Web2. You as a hedge fund, CEO, what you do on Twitter Spaces. Graystars runs a restaurant. Um, Silent Mode has his financial um, experiences. I'm a lawyer. Look to what you do in Web2 and be looking to network and be looking for your particular businesses to be coming into the space. Look to meet up with them. And then look to your Web3 experiences. Look at what you've done in this, in, in this space that we spent the last year and a half in and see if whether you're a mod, whether you're an advisor, a collab manager, and be ready to sell yourself to these Web2 companies as they come in with what you've done in Web3. Damn it, Ryan. I only kept it at 40 seconds. <laughs> Good job, D3. That was, that was impressive. Um, no, that's a great point. Uh, and that kind of goes back to our theme about finding your superpower, right? What are you really good at? What do you have knowledge in? Um, and and then bring that into Web3 and then connect with those companies uh, in that that are in that space trying to get into Web3, right? I mean, for instance, uh, my sister is an amazing uh, health professional, a fitness professional. Um, she understands health and exercise. And and obviously, you're going to have, you know, a Lululemon coming into Web3. You know, uh, you know you, she could connect the dots there and say, hey, uh, I have deep knowledge about this. You know, I know you're going to try to access this new market. Um, let's connect the dots here in a, in a way that will be sustainable and, uh, and, and long-term positive for the brand. So, um, I appreciate all the comments coming in. Um, uh, thanks for answering, uh, your questions around, you know, how do you think this is going to play? How can we benefit? Um, so keep those comments coming in. Uh, let's go next to uh, power of the nuts. GM, GM, everyone, Clemente, Ryan, how are you guys? Welcome. Um, so I wanted to bring a bit of a contrarian view. To all this, so I, see a I like lot a of, contrarian view. Go. For I see it. a lot of positivity coming through, but I'm in a, I'm looking at it from a negative standpoint, where I fear that institutions are going to ruin it for all of us, um, because a lot of the times what happens is we notice that these big institutions, uh, because of their extreme visibility, if they do it wrong, it hurts even more. So, for us to benefit, we need them to show that it's possible to bring in those that hate the space to its core. Um, and once you can get those people convinced, 
through the big institutions like Nike right now. The thing that bothers me with them is they've only rolled it, rolled it out to the U.S., but they're a global company. So why not just open it up to the rest of the world? Like as a Canadian, why can't I get on the swoosh program, which kind of sucks. So like the rest of the world looks at Nike and it's like they're token gating it to one country, which kind of sucks for the space because the space should be global and decentralized. But you're essentially saying only as an American, can you be a member of this, this, this exclusive club, right? So I hear you. that's, that's kind of the way I see it. I appreciate the contrarian view. Um, I think there is huge risk, yeah, that we'll have you know major brands come in and and do irreparable damage. Um, I hope that's not the case. Um, and I actually want to go uh, back to Cuds for a second because you've had experience inside you know a large enterprise that's done this. Do you do you agree that we're going to see potential irreparable damage, or, or are you not worried about that? Yeah, so great points. It's not all positive. Uh, Nike's success is driven by the artifact acquisition. Trust me, no one at Nike knows anything about crypto and what they're doing. Same thing with Fidelity. <laughs> Fair. Uh, no one there really knew what they were doing. It took me as an enthusiast to take on a role, join a IT research firm, and then spend every day there for up to three years to convince them. There were a lot of skeptics. In terms of global rollout, you have to also remember that there's like a lot of legal red tape around this um, regarding like local jurisdictions. So even think about everything that's going on this week around the EU. And if you've looked at like the whole refund my mint, refund my NFT thing based on European legislation around like um, if you sell a product on the Internet in Europe because of this like distance law, you can actually get a two week refund. Right. And so um It's like, what happens if you want a refund and it's below mint price and who's going to pay for that? And so that's like an ongoing thread. The second thing I'll say that hasn't been actually acknowledged yet is the barrier before for large institutions coming in. And the reason you get negative pushback from groups like National Geographic is because of the whole FUD and narrative around crypto uh, energy use. And so institutional companies prior to like the ETH migration and better knowledge actually had restrictions that this was like not eco-friendly and not in line with their governance protocols for like ESG. That's obviously all out the window now. So that actually opens itself up over the next few years. There won't be this idea that, oh, if you do anything NFT related, you're burning the planet. Um, So like that, that's gone away. And so now it's like the only barrier is lack of talent. Which is why, like right. everyone, to Ryan's point, in this space, reach out to these companies. They clearly need help. Um, reach out to individuals, and and you'll be surprised um, how flexible they are in terms of like contractual agreements. You don't have to be full time. You can just be an advisor and consultant, and Amen. you'll get paid in in real dollars. Um, and they need help. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks, cuts. Yeah. Y'all, there's thousands of people in the space right now, and you do have knowledge that is extremely valuable. So uh, I appreciate the encouragement. Like, reach out. Um, you, you have something to offer that's very, very valuable. Uh, I, I just saw the Daily Dose account, and I think we received a transmission. Radio transmission. It's kind of lonely out here in the future. Everything is so different. Oh, look, an antique store. There's a Walkman and an old stereo. And it's the old computer from the lab. I recognize it. It's the Daily Dose computer. Oh, my God. 
our daily doser who's stuck in the future uh, has found the daily dose computer. And uh, this is exciting news, but we need your help. You got to find the clues. So y'all we're, we're, we, we see, we, we saw, <laughs> no, I'm struggling today. Okay. <laughs> There's a daily doser that went into the future. We got to save them. So keep uh, trying to find those clues uh, every day there's a new one. And uh, at the end, uh, put all those clues together. And if you submit them and get them correct and you've attended the spaces, then you win a chance to win a guaranteed allow list spot on the project. Should be a lot of fun. But I think the real fun is is you all uh, chatting to each other and trying to figure out the clues. So keep doing that. It's a blast to see everybody put their brains together and their creativity together to find those clues. So have fun. Um, and thanks, uh, the voice and Mr. Benjamin and Gigi and everybody for, uh, for collabing on this fun project. So, um, let's get back to it. We only have three minutes. Um, we're talking about, you know, the institutions are coming into web three. Uh, how can we, as, as more web three native folks actually win from that? And I'm seeing some new, uh, speakers on stage. So I want to call on them. Swan, how's it going? Hi, Ryan. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me up. Yeah, welcome. Uh, three minutes. I'll try to be quick. Um, I used to be the head of digital, digital marketing for Nike, Revlon, and a bunch of brands. Um, built a few million followers on Clubhouse. I was hosting NFT projects, and now I'm full time in Web three, helping projects in Web three scale and Web two companies get in. Quick comment on Nike. Um, I pitch blockchain in 17 and they thought it was crazy, but they already filed patents a couple of years ago. But if you look at Nike versus Adidas, who I actually work with now, anytime you have a new tech, you can build by your partner. Adidas partnered with the Apes. I hosted the spaces for their launch and it seemed like a more organic approach at the time and people kind of flooded Nike for just outright buying artifact. But I think a year in, now you can see that when you acquire a company and ingest it, you actually get more of the culture and the technology to flow through the company. So I think companies coming in, whether they build, buy, or partner, I don't know if that there's even a universal truth, but saying companies, whether they come in, if it's good or bad, is just, I think saying like, is an NFT good or bad? It's not a product, it's a technology. And so if, like I actually want to think, oh, go ahead. Oh, I said, I love it. I love the points you're bringing. Yeah. So like there's different ways to come in, but we can't universally say if it's good or bad. Um, when people say, what kind of music do you like? You don't say MP3, right? You say jazz or rock. And I think it's the same thing here. So I think certain companies coming in who understand the reason blockchain was created was for provenance, for IP, for democratization. If they can create value that comes along with using the technology, it's going to be great. If they don't, I think it's going to be a bust no matter how good the tech is. And I encourage us to look at this kind of way we web 2.5 space. I advise a company called Vatom, which has more Fortune 500 clients than anyone so far, Pepsi, Google, iHeart, et cetera. And they have a digital experience, I'm not gonna call it a metaverse, that scales to 20,000 concurrent users now. And then Pepsi for the World Cup, almost 500,000 people signed up for a Vatom custodial wallet as a baby step. They can take the NFT off it now if they know how to, but it can just sit there until they know how to do it later. So this Web 2.5 space, I think, is going to be a really fun area for brands and corporations to come in where it takes some of the best of Web 3, but doesn't force all of us to get a MetaMask um, meta wallet because that's just not the reality of most consumers. Amen. Absolutely couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that's why we've seen PoApps uh, be so successful is because uh, you, you don't you're not even onboard onto the blockchain until uh, you migrate your POAPs to Gnosis, which again, like you said, you don't even have to know or care about. Um, so Swan, I, uh, it's fun to hear from you as well because you have deep experience. So 
I appreciate you stopping by. Please uh, uh, hop on our stage again anytime. Um, y'all, we're out of time. So uh, I'm afraid we've got to gotta call it, got to stay on schedule for y'all because you have stuff to do. Respect that. Uh, so pockets, pocket universe is crying. It's going to be okay. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. <laughs> um, so Daily Dosers, I, I really do love you. I appreciate you. I'm so thankful for you. Um, I thank you for spending 60 minutes of, of your day with us. Your attention is worth uh, uh, infinite amounts. So thank you. Uh, and thanks to our our sponsors who help make the show possible, Lucky Trader uh, and Mintify are just fabulous. Appreciate them both. Uh, thanks to Clemente, uh, Gigi, John, uh, Mr. Benjamin, everybody uh, behind Daily Dose that's making this thing go. Um, so, and thanks to The Voice for for always uh, adding some fun. Um, y'all, it's time to call it... Uh, why don't we uh, uh, play a little a little tune to take us out, Clemente? Absolutely, and hope everyone has a phenomenal weekend. Also wanted to call out, there's going to be a South Florida Daily Dose meetup happening tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you want to join or if you're curious about it, click on the link up top. It's pinned up there. And also, don't forget, uh, as usual, we have Puke Rainbow Daily Dose Asia host uh, doing a daily dose detective twitter space right after this so tune in to there if you want to do a little investigating on what's going on with the lost daily doser with that being said let's uh, let's take it away with some cold play for the weekend appreciate you all have a great rest of your day